Okay, are we live? I don't know. This is my like third attempt at a podcast today with video. I have no idea if I'm doing this right. Um, I don't know. I'm finally trying it on YouTube, except YouTube sent me somewhere else. And then they told me to post in some stream key. And I don't know if I did it or not. I, I have no idea. I don't even know. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know where this is going <laughs> to save. Anyway. I recorded a nearly hour-long podcast earlier about the Rolling Stone 500 list, and it turns out I didn't record any of it. So here we go again, except this one won't be an hour long. This one's going to be like quick and dirty because I have other shit to talk about, you know? So uh, here we go. Um, I'm so like not impressed with this list. I don't know how it's made. I tried to research how it was made, and I saw like, you know, that people got songs to vote on, but I, I can't quite figure out how they get the songs to vote on. Um, and then it was sent to like musicians, news people, um, journalists, things like that. And I'm just like, where are the real people that are voting? And and are they sent like pre-decided songs or like, because if it was me like typing in my favorite songs, none of these would appear on here. I mean, there was actually one on here that would definitely appear in my top, you know, 500, but I don't know. So anyway, um, here we go. I cannot believe that Miss Elliott's Get Your Freak On is at number eight. I don't understand what the fuck this is about. I just, like, what universe are we living in? Missy Elliott is number eight. And coming in in front of Missy Elliott, oh, that was the wrong direction. I need to learn directions on video. First of all, this camera is inverted from all the other cameras I've been using today. So my son, um, I'm recording in my home office. My son passed away in here. I'm so confused. Uh, and he passed away right there, right there. Uh, this whole office has been completely, you know, redone since he died, taken down to the studs and everything. Um, so it's not anything like where he passed away, but, um, for a long time after he passed away, I really loved to be in here because I don't know, I redid it really pretty. I mean, it's kind of messy right now because I have all my Halloween decor and stuff in here, but uh, he had written once in his food journal that if he could live anywhere, he'd live somewhere calm because it'd be a peaceful, easy life. And I really feel like I succeeded in um, calm and peaceful and easy and stuff like that. You know, in my opinion, uh, there has got to be a way to make it stop inverting my camera. What is this nonsense? <laughs> I can't handle like this inverted camera nonsense. Um, I don't even know what to do with this. I'm so confused. Uh, make it stop. <laughs> I'm just, I'm baffled. Like what the, what? Um, oh my God. I don't, I no, fix it. Fix it, please. Oh, uh, and I don't think I can. <sighs> Shit. I can't even, I can't even. Oh no. Now something's talking to me. Oh, what have I done, you guys? Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. It started playing myself back to me. But seriously, like, I don't know what it shows up to you guys like, but my camera is backwards. So like, this is my left hand, but it's showing on my right and I'm not okay because typically when I make videos, it just mirrors it. And I'm used to that. I understand that. I don't understand this nonsense. So I'm like pointing in the wrong way. Um, so anyway, okay. Uh, yeah, it's not even an option. Like, uh, output, no scale, no, nothing there that says, like, turn it the right way. Oh, and my gosh. And, uh, I'm going to freak out. Um, let's see here. Remote control, virtual webcam. Uh, this is not, it's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for me. You guys, somebody's going to have to figure this out for me, please, later. And then, like, tell me how to make it right. Um, because I can't even handle this backwards stuff. I don't even, what, why, no. Oh my God, there's no option for this. Oh, shit. Network, no, no. Oh, dear Lord. Mm, appearance, no. Fuck. It's just, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be a day. I don't think this podcasting business wasn't meant to be a day. If I mess with this, no, doesn't do anything. If I bring that over here, no, doesn't do anything. 
sorry, you guys are going to get to see my neurosis today, which is just my neurosis any day. Anyway, so coming in, um, so Missy Elliott was number, yeah, Missy Elliott's number eight, get your freak on. And below her, like one through seven is the Beatles, Marvin Gaye, Nirvana, Bob Dylan, Sam Cooke, Public Enemy, Aretha Franklin. Fine. Number 10 is Hey Ya by Outkast. Really? Okay. Um, number 16 is Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Why? Number 18 is Purple Rain by Prince. Now, I'm not complaining about Purple Rain being on there. I'm complaining about it being number 18. I'm sorry, but Purple Rain ranks like a bazillion times above freaking Get Your Freak On and Crazy in Love. I cannot believe we live in a universe where freaking Prince is is below um, Missy Elliott and Beyonce, like especially those songs, you know. Beyonce has some decent songs that belong somewhere on this list, but not above Prince. I'm sorry. Um, I can't do my hair backwards. Holy guacamole. Um, and then Dr. Dre appears on here once, and it's with nothing but a G thing. I mean, I love Dre, but I would have went with Thought About Dre the next episode. And he doesn't even appear until 29. Um, what What is shocking to me is what how long... I'm sorry. You guys are going to have to just see me like... Um, fuck with my hair for a minute because I'm so backwards that I don't understand what's happening. Um, I'm shocked at how long it takes for uh, Tom Petty to appear on here. I'm shocked at how long it takes for some other people to appear on here. I'm not impressed with when U2 appears on here, what song they chose. Um, okay, then we go to, let's see here. Seven Nation Armies on here, number 36. That's the song Brandon learned to play on the guitar 10 days before he died. He only had the guitar for 10 days. I used to love that song, but when I started, uh, like when I started reading the lyrics and stuff, I actually don't love that song anymore. To me, it's a little bit, uh, graphic. Um, and I'm going to, I can't, I can't, we're gonna have to pull it back here soon. Um, it's graphic and sad and I don't like it anymore. Sorry, the alert went off for my meds and I didn't plan to be taking my meds on, on the podcast, but it took me like an hour or two to figure this shit out. So anyway, um, I know there's at least like two other kids whose first songs that they learned to play. There we go. Now I got it kind of even, uh, was, um, Seven Nation Army by White Stripes, Stripes. And that just weirds me out that that's, I mean, I'm not blaming them or saying it's a suicide song or anything. I'm just, it's just, it weirds me out, you know, that it's the song that kids learn. And I guess it's because it's easy. Tiny Dancer by Elton John <clears throat> is number 47. And I think that's bullshit. Elton John's Tiny Dancer should so be higher up on the list. Oh my gosh. Gasolina by Daddy Yankee is fucking number 50. Excuse me? Hold on. Gasolina is coming in higher than the weight by the band. Okay, now here's the thing you have to know. Like I am 39, so I grew up listening to a lot of these songs, but... Also, I grew up in a time where we just had like a radio and tapes and stuff. And, and often like you'd hear a song, but you didn't have like a digital screen telling you who sang it or what it was called. So the band, the song, The Weight will forever be called Annie in my mind or like Take a Load Off. Um, you know that song, like Take a Load Off Annie, Take a Load for Free. I'm sorry for singing. I cannot believe that Gasolina ranks higher than Annie. I'm sorry, no. The U2 song that comes on here is the that one song. And I, what? There are so many better U2 songs, specifically this, um, the song Sweetest Thing. Sweetest Thing. I would put that like way higher than any of these. Dolly Parton ranks at 63 for the only time I think that she's on here. And it's um, Jolene, which is a good song. But I think I would have done Light at a Clear Blue Morning for her. That's one of my favorites. Let's see here. Uh, Beyonce's Formation comes in at 73. Here's what pisses me off. Like, it's not a good song at all. There's no fucking tunes. There's no way to dance to it. I don't, I think it was all like a political shindig, whatever. But it doesn't belong above so many of these songs. Here's, okay, so Formation comes in above uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, uh, Johnny Cash, I Walk the Line, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, Oasis, Wonderwall, great song, and Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. How is that possible? Hell, Beyonce's uh, formation comes in above Jay-Z's 99 Problems. I don't like it. I don't approve. I'm confused. I also think that uh, 
as far as Guns N' Roses goes, um, the only song that needs to be on here is November Rain, and it literally doesn't appear anywhere, and I don't understand that logic at all. Um, Fleetwood Mac's Landslide does not come in until 163, and I call bullshit on that. Let's see. Uh, Tom Petty's American Girl, good song, but I think there could have been better songs. Um, Free Fallen, Learning to Fly. Um, there's just a ton of them that I would have put on here. Um, let's see here. TLC Waterfalls is on here. I think that's kind of funny. 137 is Ariana Grande's Thank You Next. And I'm like, why is Ariana Grande on here? She is still a teenager and she hasn't even earned the right to be on here. I don't get it. Marvin Gaye's I Heard It Through the Grapevine literally doesn't show up until 119. Like, okay. Uh, Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You doesn't appear until 184. I've never heard more bullshit in my life. Like, Nothing Compares to You is, is amazing. I mean, even the Chris Cornell version is amazing. Every version of that song that's ever made is amazing. I think Waylon covers that. What? Mm. Rolling Stone's Wild Horses doesn't appear until 193. I think that's bullshit. Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire, 201. More bullshit. Don Henley's Boys of Summer, uh, 209. Why? Boston's More Than a Feeling does not come on until 212. And look, if you're a Scrubs fan and you have ever seen the episode where they start an air band, you know, and they're like jumping and doing you know, like iconic classic song belongs. Like it deserves more justice than 212. In my opinion, free fallen by Tom Petty finally makes it at 219. Um, but let's see here before Tom Petty's free fallen is a uh, whole doll parts. Um, I mean, I guess rage against the machine's good. That's fine. Elton John, your song comes in at 202. I'll approve that. Aerosmith Dream On came in at 199, but they left off every other good Aerosmith song. Um, Patsy Klein Crazy is on here, which is good. NWA Fuck the Police. So that came before Free Fallen. Weird. Eminem Stan finally shows up at 223. I believe that's the only Eminem song that shows up, and I'm disappointed in that, like by a lot. Uh, Beyonce again with Single Ladies. I, I mean, Beyonce's Single Ladies is before Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Someone, the Who, My Generation. Um, let's see. Hank Williams, You're Cheating Heart. Uh, Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way. I just, I'm not understanding some of these, like, orders at all. Um, I'm shocked that Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain by Willie Nelson is all the way at 253. Loretta Lynn is not on here until 255, and it's Cole Miner's Daughter. Loretta had better songs, but what shocks me is that nowhere on here is Waylon Jennings or Hank Jr. So that's stupid. Neil Young, Heart of Gold shows up at 259. Righteous Brothers Unchained Melody is all the way at 269, and I find that disappointing also. Uh, Thin Lizzy, The Boys Are Back in Town is 272. That's fine. I think I would have put Cowboy Song instead. I love Cowboy Song by Thin Lizzy. Um, you Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC is 287. I think that is a travesty and a disservice to all fucking music in the world that ACDC's You Shook Me or Back in Black is not even in the top 100. I mean, every Beyonce song on the list, this list comes before ACDC. I disapprove. I am stunned to see Atlantic City by Bruce Springsteen at 289. I actually think that's the best Bruce Springsteen song ever. I have that tattoo right here. Um, right there it says everything dies maybe that's a fact that maybe everything that dies someday comes back I fucking love that song he covers it the best of all of them I'm sad it's 289 but I'm amazed it's on the list Velvet Underground Sweet Drake Sweet Jane it's too far up um I <laughs> can't believe no scrubs is on here by TLC there's better TLC songs uh Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd is all the way up at 300 that's weird uh, the Doors Light My Fire is all the way up at 310. And Eagles, all the way up at 311. Um, again, all behind all of the Beyonce songs, Gasolina and Missy Elliott. I don't get it. And many Outcast songs. Like, Outcast is on here a ton. They finally get to Tupac, and it's California Love. And here's what I think. I think, like, whoever gave these people, like, a list of songs to vote for, the reason Tupac's so far down is because they didn't give them the right Tupac songs, you know, or the right Dre songs or whatever. YouTube finally got a normal song. Like, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Um, I'm just, yuck. Uh, 
Notorious B.I.G. shows up at 3.30 with Big Papa. Um, Temptations, Papa was a Rolling Stone. I mean, that's all the way at 3.33. And Grateful Dead is on here at 3.34, but it's with Ripple. Like, I would have picked different Grateful Dead songs. Cher's on here with Believe. And Believe's a fine song. And it's all the way at 3.37, but I'm sorry. The only acceptable Cher song to be on here, like, if we have to pick one, is If I Could Turn Back Time. Okay, when I was small and somewhere between like 93 and 94 I got my very first Walkman and two cassette tapes they were Madonna and Cher and I'm just going to tell you that 30 something years later I still know every word to if I could turn back time and if you if you put any Cher song above that but if you put fucking Missy Elliott and um Beyonce above if I could turn back time if I could find a way I take back those words that hurt you and you'd stay. And then it goes, I mean, so great. Like I'll stop there, but killing me softly by the Fugees is three fifty nine, And I think that's actually pretty like high for them. I think they should be like lower down on the list. I mean, then, you know, under 200, the cars, just what I needed is at three sixty nine, And that is absolute crap. Okay, just what I needed in my best friend's girlfriend absolutely should be top 100. I think it's bullshit to put the cars at 369. We finally got Merle Haggard on here, one of the only outlaws for country. Mama tried at 376. That's an embarrassment to this world that they put Merle that high. Again, there's no Waylon, and I think it's garbage. Cardi B is on here, though. There's no Waylon Jennings, but Cardi B is on here. Okay. Um, I guess... <laughs> And then we have uh, Free Bird by Skinnerd is all the way at 407. What the fuck? And we're a simple man, but really, where's uh, all I can do is write it in a song? Like, 407 for Skinnerd? No, thank you. Pearl Jam's Alive is on here. It's an okay song, but I would have picked better ones. 416. Ah! Uh, Black Street No Diggity made it. And Nicki Minaj, Super Bass. Um, but Nicki Minaj Super Bass and Blackstreet came before uh, Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer, which is all the way at 457. Mazzy Star's Fade into You is at 468. I think that's crazy. But what I'm stunned by is that this song even appears here, that Goodbye Earl by the Dixie Chicks is even, even, even on the list. Even if it's at 469, why is it on the list? But it's on the list ahead of Buddy Holly by Weezer, which should be way higher up. Um, time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Excuse me. Goodbye Earl beat Cindy Lauper time after time. Poncho and Lefty, not the real version, but like that beat, that beat, fucking Goodbye Earl beat Poncho and Lefty. And then Stronger by Kanye West is number 500. I love that song. It's an amazing gym song. It's an amazing running song. It's an amazing gym class song. It's just an amazing baseball pump up your life, get going song. And all of those came after um, Goodbye Earl by the Dixie Chicks. What? In fact, all of those came after uh let's see bag that ass up by juvenile oh my god oh i do see though that at 476 they did get chris christopher chris christopherson uh sunday morning coming down on here that's a good one he's kind of one of the outlaws and i approve that well he's one of the highwaymen uh bad romance by lady gaga is on here but i think that that's kind of a like a disservice to lady gaga she has better songs little wayne is on here and in my opinion like they picked a Millie and that's not ever a little Wayne song I'd pick. I'm shocked to find fucking um, Solange on here. What? Why is Solange on here? And Solange is on here above Cindy Lauper's time after time, Poncho and Lefty and Stronger. Excuse me. Okay. I guess I'm just, Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> they have Santana on here, but it's, I, I wouldn't have picked that one. Janet Jackson, they have one song by, and it's Rhythm Nation. I just think, like, whoever did this list sucks. <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't know what the protocol is. I don't know. I really wanted to, like, play some of the songs for you guys, but there's apparently a big no-no playing music in the podcast world, which is why I'm always in trouble for putting uh, music to my videos on Facebook and stuff. I had a whole other list of things to talk about with you guys. I don't know if I already said I was going to originally record this in my truck because, Literally, my dog barks all day long, like all day. So I was going to record in my truck um, just to have silence, but I finally figured out I could record in my office. Okay, let's see here. I wonder if there's a way to do like a pause break. Hmm. Yeah, okay, I'm going to pause and we'll be right back one second.
Okay, so I think I've made a live stream podcast on YouTube, and I'm currently live. You guys have missed me go off on the uh, Rolling Stone 500 list. I'm not quite sure if I'm doing it right, but I'm trying. So if you follow me on YouTube, um, you might be able to find it. I'm not really sure if this is working. This is my third attempt today. The first two weren't recording, and that was I found that out like after an hour. So awesome. okay and we're back so I have been watching TV lately I think Hulu I didn't watch TV for a long time after Brandon died I don't know why I just couldn't enjoy anything I guess um or like sit still that long without thinking of him and even right now I can't actually watch TV without playing like a logic puzzle or something just anything to keep my mind busy because otherwise my mind will like run to him and it'll get, I don't see the show anymore. And I have really bad ADHD to begin with. So just staying distracted, like really helps me. It's the same thing in class and stuff like that. Anyway, I started watching um, The Resident a while ago, which was really great. I loved that. And then my husband started watching with me. So now I have to wait for him to watch it. <laughs> and then I was watching a show called The Nurses, but I caught up to that whole season I'm currently watching, um, okay, so we'll get to where I'm currently watching. So then I started watching Nine Perfect Strangers, and I actually thought it was a book I had read back when I, so I haven't read a book since Brandon died either, but um, it's apparently not at all what I thought it was. And uh, I don't want to spoil it, but um, it talks heavily about teen suicide. And the second to last episode, I want to say, I was literally sitting in my living room, like ugly, sobbing, crying hysterically. Like it was not good. I was not well. And I didn't expect that at all. I mean, I think Melissa McCarthy is in the show and then Nicole Kidman and cool boy, like talk about going off the deep end into a fucking puddle of shit. Like, wow. So I thought, um, I would try something funny next. I'm going to cough. Sorry. The fires here are kicking my ass. Um, I tried a million little things on Hulu, which I also thought I had read. And so I'm confused and I'm going to need help. Somebody someday will comment on this, this thing wherever it goes and tell me. What is the name of the show that was a book that Reese Witherspoon did with Nicole Kidman? Wait, it was with like Reese and Nicole Kidman. Let's just look it up. Okay, hang on. How do I... Do I have IMDb on here? IMDb. We're pulling on my iPad now. IMDb. Yeah. I thought A Million Little Things was the Reese Witherspoon show. And I thought I was watching like season two or something, but it's a whole new show. And it said it was a show about friendship. And I'm like, cool. My best friend and I just had like literally taken a shit nose drive down the drain and they're no longer best friends. And um, that culminates every person in my life but my husband who has left me after my son died which is shocking um so let's see here no stop oh my god okay so Reese Witherspoon did 
I hate it when it asks like if I want notifications and all this other bullshit because I always accidentally hit yes and I don't want notifications. Um, how do I see like all of her movies? Let's see here. I hate it when the uh, iPad app is like a thousand percent different than um, the phone app because I know how to work the phone app fast. This is not any of the buttons that I wanted to push. Oh my God, where is all of her like movies? Okay, Big Little Lies. So I thought, oops, I thought Big Little Lies and A Million Little Things were going to be the same thing. No, no. I'm going to go ahead and spoil part of Big Little or A Million Little Things for you. Within the first five minutes of the show, someone commits suicide. So I went from Nine Perfect Strangers, sobbing my eyeballs out, Missing Hank Jr. because my best friend decided to like be done with me, but like was going to go to the show with me and, and pretend like we were fine to a million little things. And pretty much I stayed awake until 2.48 in the morning, the day that I discovered that show, crying until 2.48 in the morning, trying to binge watch it all. But I think there's at least three seasons. I don't even know. I'm probably two seasons in somewhere. All I wanted to do today literally was sit in front of my couch and only watch that show until I could get to the end. Cause I have so many questions and the shows, I mean, that's the most accurate part about it. Like when someone commits suicide, there's just like 10 gajillion questions, right? Like we are all just left wondering what the fuck, but this was a severe case of what the fuck, like this show, it's very much just like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Where's that go? What are you doing with that? I need answers on that. Hello, help me. Um, Excuse me, Drea de, Drea, ugh, Drea de Mateo is in there now. Like she's been in the last two or three episodes and I love her from Sons of Anarchy, but like she's not just going to be in here for like some small part, right? She's got to be like big. And when they finally kind of answered like why she's in there, I need more. <laughs> I need more. Like, oh my God, I swear to God. I, I really, when I say I want to sit on my couch for like four solid days and not move just so I could binge watch the show, I mean it. But um, Nine Perfect Strangers, I didn't see that coming. Like when a show says that it has Melissa McCarthy and Nicole Kidman in it, and it looks kind of funny, I did not expect to have probably the worst ugly cry that I've had in the 19 months since Brandon was gone watching the second to last episode of that. I'm just shocked. Hang on, I'm going to check off my list of things I've actually talked about. I have, uh, like, I've always used you know, like a calendar or like a planner. I love planners, actually. Like I geek out on planners. I probably spend more time um, setting up my planners than using them, which is silly, but it's it's a thing. I don't know why. And then what happened is we got electronic devices with calendars and it was great for a long time when I had like a normal brain, um, but I don't anymore. And so a normal calendar doesn't function now that Brandon's gone. For it, and it actually functioned when I had a job and I went to work every day and I had like a schedule and, you know, I was very, because of my ADHD and my OCD and stuff, I follow a strict like life schedule. So I would get to work and like set my lunchbox in a specific spot, my purse, turn on the button on my computer, open my apps in a certain order, open these windows, these ones, those, turn on these lights, go back to my lunchbox, put in the fridge. Like, I mean, I followed just a very specific thing. And I sat in front of a calendar all day for dispatching my guys. And I always knew where my life was. And then I didn't work at that job anymore. And pretty much 90% of the time, I don't even know what day it is. Like, honestly, I don't know if it's Monday, Sunday, Friday. I have no idea. I don't really know what time of the day it is unless I have an alarm going off to get my son. But I always have use the reminder app and then like, you know, the calendar will alert you if you have an appointment and the reminder app wasn't working because like 10 years ago, Apple had to go fuck with you. And you used to be able to snooze a reminder for five minutes, but now you get the option of an hour. And if I'm driving somewhere, or if I'm like vacuuming and I just want to like hold on on that reminder in an hour, like I'm in a whole new fucking city, probably who knows. So I've taken to setting alarms on my phone, like actual alarms. And it's, it's working great because I can snooze them. It annoys the fuck out of me until I complete the item. But I have a bad habit of doing the following. Starting to put an alarm and not finishing, which means an alarm goes off at a set time with no like uh, label. I have no idea. I know I wanted to do something at this time, but I forgot to tell myself what. Or accidentally setting an AM alarm for PM or vice versa, which means I have had many alarms go off at one o'clock in the morning. It's even worse when an alarm goes off at one o'clock in the morning and I didn't fill in what it was. So I have no idea what's going off. 
the other day I got the new iPhone finally because mine had taken a shit. And my old iPhone's still here because I was waiting for the box to send it back. Plus my iPad and a few other devices. And at like 1.30 in the morning, I had three devices within a foot of my head setting off alarms. I did not know what the fuck was going on. Rob and Cody were still in Vegas and I was back in Reno. And I was, I'm already afraid of the dark as it is, but now I have fucking ching chong just shit going off. And I was like, what's happening to me? And I could not like, you know, I couldn't even figure, I didn't even know where they all were. It was terrifying. It was awful. Um, so that's like a, you know, it's crazy to be someone who had as good of a memory as me. Like I used to remember every single moment in my life. I'm not kidding. I had a nearly perfect memory. It's called an eidatic memory. Well, I have hyperthymesia, which is a near perfect memory and it would be eidatic, but I don't remember every date of the things that happened, but I can remember what I was wearing and where I was and all this stuff right up until Brana died. And then it's like, I don't remember five minutes ago. Um, so for someone who went from having like a perfect memory and a very legit schedule and never forgot an appointment and was 20 minutes early everywhere to being like late, forgetting things, missing appointments, having no idea where I'm supposed to be anymore. It's a lot for my head. Like it's confusing and frustrating and overwhelming and drives me kind of bonkers. Um, let's see here. I think that catches up the part about my memory after Brandon. It's gone completely to shit. I mean, I literally, I've had people say like, you already told me that story. And I'm like, fuck, you know, I've always prided myself on being the kind of person who didn't repeat stories because I hate when people tell me the same story like 12 times. Um, you know, my best friend used to do that. She would tell me something like 30 times and I would do pretty good. And eventually I'd be like, yeah, I think you told me that, but I let her tell me a few times. But, um, I've noticed like with me after losing Brandon, there's no leeway. If I start to tell the same story, people are like, you already said that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't remember saying it. So now I feel like kind of stilted, you know, I, cause I want to say it again. Um, but I didn't know I said it. I don't remember. Like I, and they think I'm crazy or they think I'm drunk or they think I'm whatever, but it's like, no, I just have grief brain. You know, I'm, I'm literally on the verge of tears every minute of my life and not crying is like taking up the space of, um, remembering what I said to you an hour ago or yesterday or whatever. So that's really hard. I think I talked about wanting to do this podcast for my truck just so we wouldn't hear my dog bark because Charlie is insane. Like his barking is crazy. Although I have to say, I'm impressed that neither animals have gone to these doors and like, because Oreo loves to just like slam a door until I let him in, especially when I'm going pee. Oreo's favorite thing to do is just slam on the bathroom door until I let him in or like swoosh his tail or paws under the door. And then when I let him in, all he wants to do is sit directly on my lap. And I don't, I don't understand a cat's desire to sit in your lap while you pee. Like, why do we need to do that, guys? Um, let's see here. Oh, when I first was getting ready to start this podcast, I had to wait a while because my little robot vacuum that my husband got me had started going and he's kind of loud. But they don't tell you about the stress that comes with having a robot vacuum because, first of all, we didn't know we had to buy boundary tape for him because he wasn't sold with it. So we assumed he was like a smart vacuum that would just like not fall off the stairs. No, within the first day, he got tied up in a carpet, locked in a bathroom, fell off the stairs and stuck under a bench. So we had to order boundary tape online for him. And then I tried to like draw boundaries for him, which works pretty well too. I actually think I could get rid of the boundary tape in my house, um, but I'm, I'm actually afraid to. But if you don't move things, like, you know, if there's an Amazon box in the driveway or, or driveway, in the living room, in the entryway, entryway, there we go. Um, you know, he'll go around it and then it won't get clean, but he'll also get confused. And then he'll mark that as like a forever obstacle. Uh, I have this adorable little folding red step stool that most of the time he can get around, but every once in a while he decides to go like up and into it and then he gets himself stuck. So when I hear like the little thing that's like commence cleaning, I panic. I have to run around, like lift up all the stools, move them around, hide them, you know, kick around any Amazon boxes. If I'm folding laundry and there's a laundry basket in the way, I have to move it onto the rug because he's not allowed on the rug. So that's stuck in that like the first day also. Um, you know, just, just see the, the dog has a, like where the dog door is, he has a little rug and then he has a little like plastic mat under his food dish and his water dish because he's messy as shit. And um, then there's another little rug because that's right by the back door. <clears throat> well, I call my vacuum Lopez and nobody ever could figure out why. <clears throat> and we'll come back to that. Someone remind me. Wait, I'll make it. I'll make a note. Hang on, let me just make a note here. Why did I name him Lopez? Uh, because I won't remember if not. Oh, I had a viewer and they left. Mm, I'm sorry if I wasn't cool enough. Uh, anyway, so 
we had to put so much boundary tape around the whole dog area because the dog would like run in the dog door, mess up his little rug thing or whatever. And then I would get a notification that Lopez was stuck. And I'm like, where the fuck is he? Oh, by the dog door. And he wouldn't just get stuck in there because the rug that he could go up on is fine. He would like eat up my curtains and I've nearly pulled my curtains off the rod. So I had to set boundary tape there, but I still have to run over there every morning when I get the alert that he's going to go off and like make sure that the boundary tape is right and that the dog hasn't come like skidding into the house and messed it up because he loves to do that. And then the other day, um, Lopez went over in that same area and then lost his home. Like he lost his dock. And so I thought I heard like cleaning done and I'm like, cool. I mean, you know, cause he's loud and I'm trying to watch my show. So I'm playing logic puzzles while I wait. And so I go back to like turning on my show thinking I'm good. And I still hear him cleaning. I'm like, what the heck? So I get up and I go in the dining room. And yeah, he's spinning around cleaning. I'm like, okay, I guess I was like hearing things. Some time passes and I'm waiting to watch my show. And I hear finally, uh, could not find Doc. Please pick me up and move me closer. So the first time I heard that he was finished, he really was finished. And the rest of the time, what he was doing is he was trying to get back to the dock, except somehow my vacuum got lost. I don't even know how that happens. Um, so yeah. Nobody told you about like the anxiety that came with having a robot vacuum. His name is Lopez because the first like week we had him, even though I knew I had him scheduled to come on at 730 in the morning, I didn't remember that. Like who remembers that you have a schedule for something? So I'd be sitting there in the kitchen and I would hear and I would jump like 20 feet in the air. You know, Cody would be in school by now. Rob would be at work and I would fucking freak out. And then he would just show up. Sometimes he would start, like maybe I was in another room and I wouldn't hear the like commence cleaning and the little like noise where he starts up. So I would be like kind of shocked when I was in the kitchen and all of a sudden the little guy came in and I started joking in my head that he's very, very sneaky. And I thought, oh my God, I'm going to name him Deeds. Except Mr. Deeds, like Adam Sandler, isn't actually um, who I wanted. I wanted the butler, the butler who's very, very sneaky. I always thought that at the end of the movie, because he was like the rightful, like inherit, rightful, he was the rightful person to inherit the Deeds fortune. I always thought that the butler in Deeds was going to be a Deeds, but actually his name is Lopez. So that's why my little vacuum, who's very, very sneaky and scares the shit out of me all the time, is named Lopez. I still don't understand how he was the rightful heir and isn't named Deeds. But whatever. I called them deeds in my head for a while before I was like, let me just Google this and make sure. Um, my dad's texting me. I have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> oh, he has a group. Um, Cody got hit by a baseball the other day, and you guys should see his bruise. Holy shit. Um, it's like huge. So I don't remember the full background of it, but whatever happened before before Cody came up to bat when he came up to bat he looked at the umpire and he's like this guy's gonna hit me I can't remember if it's because his friend like got a home run or a really good hit or whatever so the first pitch the guy throws it over Cody's head and they're laughing and then the second pitch it hits Cody hard and as he's running to his base he does like the eating soup thing that the basketball guy does at the same time that my husband yells eat it up bug eat it up so the pitcher like pummels my son who's now literally has a full I mean it's blue purple it's so gnarly the the pitcher hits my son and the umpire gave my son a warning for taunting for for telling the guy like eat it up that's like what is this world we live in now like why do we have to have everything like everyone be a sissy um let's see here when I was trying to log into all these apps today, because I got my new phone, first of all, that, so trying to log into all that's been a nightmare, but I was trying to log into, I don't even, honestly, I don't even know, but oh, my my email, and it was like, okay, we're gonna send a code to your phone, and I had to type in the numerical code, and it told me like seven times I was wrong, and it kept sending. I don't know what's going on, but this has been going on all week, you know, like I said, getting a new phone and having to log into everything, I have failed the CAPTCHAs like 12 times, but I have failed the, please type this code. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I know that I typed the Yahoo ones exactly right every time, but it was like, no, fuck you, you're out. There was a point where I literally thought I was gonna get locked out of my email. I don't like this whole like new situation of having to extreme verify people's identity. Like my password has been compromised 10,000 times and it is what it is. I don't have anything for people to steal, but like, 
y'all are making it too hard to get into my own things. It's just, it's too much. This, it, it went from like two-step verification to needing a urine test to get back into your stuff. And I'm over it. Like I'm not, I don't have that kind of brain capacity anymore. My poor little brain is like, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know how to get in. Let me in. Am I even typing the right numbers? I think so, but I'm probably typing them backwards. Who knows? It's absurd, but I've been locked out of like 12 things. I'm still locked out of something. I don't even remember what it is, but I've been locked out for like three days and I just don't, I just don't even care anymore. I'm just over it. Um, yeah, I'm over that. Uh, let's see here. We'll check that off the list. Um, the funny thing is before I could do this podcast, I haven't eaten yet. I haven't done anything, but I had to brush my teeth and put a bra on. Like I can't function in the human world without a bra and my teeth brushed like most importantly, my toothbrush, I can't even like sit at the counter and do my homework. If I have not brushed my teeth in the morning, it's just a necessary thing. But I also don't function without a bra on. I will take Cody to school in the morning, um, in my pajamas, no bra and without my toothbrush, just because that's the only way I can get him there on time. Um, since I make, you know, two completely different breakfasts every morning and like make sure my husband's lunch is packed and make his coffee and everything, get him out the door. And then it's time to get Cody out the door. So I will drive him to school. And I just know one of these days I'm going to get in some kind of a car accident and be there in no bra with dirty teeth. And that's going to be terrible. But I cannot do a podcast with unbrushed teeth, even though you guys would never know. Which is a funny story my grandmother used to always tell me. She loves, loves to tell me the story. And if she ever saw this podcast or heard it and knows I remember this story, she'd be even more thrilled. So my grandma grew up with nothing. She's from Idaho and her, her, um, dad was a potato farmer. He worked for Simplot, which is like, it was my favorite place to visit in spring was to go see grandpa, uh, in Idaho. Cause God, it smells good. But my grandma, she didn't have anything growing up. You know, when she wanted to go to school, girls actually had to pay to go to school back then. And she had to pay for her books and stuff. And my grandma always wanted to go. So she was like a, a roller skate waitress, a car hop, different things like that. Um, but wait, shit, what started this? Okay. So, oh yeah. So there's this really rich girl in her class, very fancy, very snobby, just always kind of treated my grams like, like trash. And, uh, my grandma's mom, you know, like I said, grandma grew up with not much, but her mom always made sure that grams had like clean underwear and, um, you know, clean shoes if she could clean clothes and just whatnot. And my favorite story that my grams will ever tell is that the girl that she didn't like was being kind of rotten this day. And I don't know if like my grandma's foot slipped out from under the desk or someone else's did, but the girl went tumbling down in class and she was wearing like dirty underwear with holes in them, all nasty. And everybody kind of laughed at her. And my grandmother was like, you know, what I learned from that though, is just because she was like really rich and snooty and kind of a bitch and had everything. It didn't mean she had like clean new underwear, you know? That sometimes people are just like perfect on the outside, but underneath it all, there's still a mess with holes in their underwear. And she's like, from that point on, I always, always have nice underwear, always. And I always make sure I have my underwear on. She's like, you know, you never want to get in a car accident and be that girl who gets in a car accident in like a, a shirt dress pajama with no panties on. And I don't know why, you know, like of all the things that my grandmother instilled in me, one of them is how to walk straight in the snow with a book on my head. But the other one is like literally always have on clean underwear and, and like just always have on underwear because you never know. Um, that story has lived with me for life because it lived with my grandma for so long. Oh my God, I'm so itchy. I'm sorry. It lived with my grandma for so long, you know, just, it, it's crazy how something, you know, kind of profound could come out of that, which was, you know, like you never know, you just, you never know like what people are going through or what their life is. And just because you saw that little girl's like perfect dress on the outside, you have no idea what's going on under there. I mean, maybe, maybe she only had a few dresses and they were always nice or something, or maybe she had a terrible home life or whatever, but for whatever reason she had, you know, dirty, holy underwear. And my grandmother felt bad at that time, but she just thought like, okay, you know, that's when I have to stop like judging a book by its cover. And that's kind of a profound wisdom from my grams. Um, Let's see. And then the final like thing I had on my list was I have spent an absurd amount of time searching for a purse strap, but not for my purse. Oh, for my phone. Because I finally, I got this cool little wallet thing for my um, phone. It's a case and it has like money in my debit card in it. I've always had a little uh, plastic case that my wallet debit slid out of or my ID and debit slid out of. 
but I couldn't fit money in there. And I've been wanting this case forever. So I ordered it like two weeks ago. And I told Rob, I was like, oh my God, I finally ordered the case. And he's like, great, you know, the iPhone comes out tomorrow, right? And I'm like, fuck me. Cause I knew my phone was like dying. It was on its last legs and I needed a new phone. And Verizon was giving us a thousand dollar trade in on our old phone. So I had to like, luckily the company that I got it from did an exchange, but they sent this little weird leather strap that I hated. And I like guitar straps, but you can't find thin guitar straps. So I finally found this, I don't know, like whatever strap, but I love this because, okay, so I drop my phone like 700 times a day. I'm not even kidding. Always screen size down. I'm wearing Brandon's sweatpants right now, so don't judge me. But um, since I'm podcasting from my office, I wanted to be in something of his, so I put on his comfy sweats. And the greatest part about boy sweats is like they have legit pockets. Like you guys can put some shit in your pockets. But anyway, my phone is safe now, right? And then you can like pick it up and text and then put it back. But to find this strap, I am not even kidding. Like the amount of hell I had to go through to figure out how to get this was stunning. Searching purse straps, no, that doesn't work. It pulls up dumb shit. Searching um, phone straps, doesn't work. It ended up pulling up under a laptop bag strap and it was the most basic thing ever, but I am not even kidding. Like the amount of time I had to waste on Amazon to find like a decent little strap for my phone. Cause all the, the guitar straps are all like this wide. I don't even know how to show you guys like that wide. And I have some hella cute guitar straps as it is that are thick, but I don't need something like that. I already have them. I needed something thin and just solid black. Like, I don't know. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come back. Oh, I have two viewers. Hi. Somebody's like talking to me. Wait, sign in. I have to sign in. Oh no. Wait. To interact with chat, you can open this chat in a web browser. Open in a browser. Fuck. Is this how I'm going to end up hearing myself talk again? Oh no. Okay. This works. Earlier, I was trying to figure out where my podcast was Ow. Um, podcasting to, and um, I clicked into something and heard myself talking, and I was like, no, stop. What's driving me absolutely bonkers right now about this podcast, oh my god, is that the camera is inverted. So like, if I lift my right arm, it's, it's over there, and normally my camera is mirrored, so if I lift my right arm, it would show here. And I'm losing my absolute mind with this inverted camera nonsense. I don't even know how to deal with this business at all. I've, I literally spent like 10 minutes of the podcast just trying to fuck with the camera. Um, I'm glad you found it on TikTok and I'm glad it worked. So were you able to uh, like just go to my uh, YouTube thingy and like find me? Did it Did it like say this person's live on somewhere? I don't know. Like. How easy was it to find? Because what I'm going to try to do is I, I think, I don't think that this like saves as a legit podcast, just a live stream, but my anchor podcast does allow me to extract the audio from this or something and put it over there. I don't know. So I wanted to, I've been trying to video stream all day since 8.30 this morning and it's 11.12 my time. And the first hour of podcast streaming I did, I forgot to push record. So I was just talking to myself. That's twice I've done that. Um, uh, the second time I did it through Anchor, it auto stopped me from recording at five minutes, but I didn't know and kept talking. Then I was recording from my like photo booth on my iMac. And again, it stopped. It just like randomly stopped me from recording. I don't know why. So I finally just like Googled around passive aggressively or angrily. I was like Googling with my middle finger and found that I could live stream on YouTube and possibly turn it into a podcast. I'm still not super sure what the fuck I'm doing here, but um, it looked like a normal video, but then I saw the little, so this must be how like all my favorite musicians went live during COVID. Please excuse me, I'm gonna like roll over to my little pink fridge and get some more sparkly water because I'm running out and I'm coughing like crazy because of the fire here. Um, I had just flown back to Reno from Vegas and I was not prepared for the, um, like the smoke at all. And I'm just over here on, on a live podcast. Like, <laughs> and now you guys are going to have to hear me open another sparkling water. Cause I just ran out and like, hopefully I don't overflow this one. Um, I was thinking when I posted on TikTok that I was live, that I probably should have said what my YouTube username was, but I don't know what it is. I don't, am I just Shanna Mateo? Is it the misguided mommy? Where did I stitch this actually? Is it Shanna Mateo? I don't know. I have no idea. There we go. I'm obsessed with this vanilla sparkling water by Polar. 
see I'm backwards and I don't know how to do this. Um, but I used to be able to get it from Box, and I freaking love Box. Um, but they stopped selling it, so now I have to order it from Walmart, and it's like crazy expensive for I don't know, like twelve of them or something like that. And so I try to ration them, so I hide them in my home office because I don't come in here often. Um, oh yeah, if you just jumped on. I'm podcasting from my home office because I was going to podcast for my truck so you didn't hear my dog barking, but this is where Brandon died, this room right here. And I feel like my screen has shifted some. What's going on here? Oh, is it because I tilted? I don't know. So, okay, so see, Emma? No, I can't handle this backwards business. Brandon died right there, right there. Uh, yeah, uh, that's the pill. So there's a little table thing right here. Um, and that's where Brandon died. Hang on, I might be able to turn my whole entire Mac that way. Let's see here. Which way do I need to turn for this camera? There we go. So see the little thing with the cacti right there, all that. So that's actually where Brandon passed away, but I have completely, completely remodeled the whole room. And I didn't want a podcast from in here. But I needed a place that you couldn't hear the dog bark, 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 bark all day long. That's all Charlie does is bark. And I needed a place um, that was kind of comfortable because I have got a pretty gnarly leg injury going on and nothing like sitting here right now is not comfortable. I actually plan to sit on my little chaise lounge, but I can't figure out how to do that and stream at the same time because, you know, maybe, maybe there's an app for this, whatever I'm using that's working on my iPad, but I don't know. What am I using? Streamlabs. Let's check it out. Um, cause it'd be awesome to live stream from my iPad so that I could elevate my leg. Um, cause it hurts like a lot. It's all swollen and I don't know. I have a history of blood clots and it's probably that the cat. Oh, that's actually, that's like a, the fancy words, what, like a tapestry. I don't know. I got it from Kohl's online. I made the mistake one day of going to the Kohl's website and searching cactus. Hmm. That's how I ended up with a cactus water dispenser and cactus glasses and a tapestry and like a bunch of paintings and clothes and like coals and the word cactus is trouble. Well, so I'm not actually streaming from YouTube though. Um, I'm streaming from Streamlabs OBS or something. And then Streamlabs OBS goes over to YouTube, I guess. And like I... Everything told me I could use um, like Spotify's green room, but that's a lie. And so I spent forever fiddle fiddling with Spotify's green room and then like, creating a business account or whatever and doing all this bullshit. And then no, it's just audio only. Well, certain accounts got video permission. Stream labs. Stream. Oh, let's see here. Maybe I can put it. Oh, on my iPad and then like chill on my chaise. That'd be rad. Or I could stream from Brandon's room, which maybe you wouldn't hear the dog bark, but you'd hear all the trucks go by. Brandon, did Brandon love cacti? No. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, um. The cactus thing started when he was just a little dude, uh, he, my mom had this tall cactus, fuck, a tall cactus in our pot and she had it by her back door and he was over at her house, um, running around out back in flip-flops and he, uh, was coming in the back door. He got up, tried to sign into this app real quick to see if this will work. So he's coming in the back door, like all happy and he was in flip-flops and, um, I need to give you guys a visual. Let's see if we can get close enough here. So he's running in and big toe cactus prick under the toenail like that, like got stuck, right? Sticking out of his big toe, like cactus prick like this big. So he he accidentally kicks the cactus with um, flip flops on, gets that stuck in there. He's miserable. 
So my mom takes the cactus from her backyard and moves it to our office, except the problem was Brandon came to work with me. So a month or so later, we're at work and Brandon's running into the office and I shit you not, cactus prick into the big toe again. And so it became a lifelong loathing of cacti. But um, where it gets funny, and I guess I'm, I'm going to need to get a prop really quick. Hang on. So let's try Google. I'm trying to just log into this thing because if I could walk around with you guys, I'd be pretty rad. Um, I might have, no, I don't have the full top in here. Okay, well, I, I won't get it. But when we bought this house, um, Brandon had, uh, let's see here. Um, when we bought this house out front is um, Joshua trees, which actually aren't native to Reno at all. They're native to um, Vegas, but not Reno. And we somehow had two Joshua trees in the front yard, which originally I hated. Like, I just wanted them gone, you know. So um, I wonder if, like, hang on. So what does this do? I don't know. Look at YouTube. I'm seeing if I can, like, tie into it. I don't know. It might let me. Yeah. Continuing. Part two, we'll call it part two. Let's see if it lets me tie in and then I'll, I'll be able to finish the. <gasps> Look, I don't know. Am I in two places now? Wait, what's this? There's a fox on here, but am I in two places? Did I do it? Did I do it? Can you see me? Hmm. Is this one still going over here? Or did I stop this one? That one's still going. So am I like dual streaming? Okay, Gloria, if you go out, am I dual streaming? Like if you go out, does it show a second podcast happening? But do you see me from my computer over here or my iPad over here? Which one are you seeing? So leave this one and go back to my homepage and tell me if you see a second one. I'm going to end this one real quick. We're going to end podcast one um, right here because I've moved my iPad so I can be remote. I don't remember. Oh, I remember why. Okay. So we're ending here and I'm going to be over here. Here we go. Okay. So I think I'm over here now. I don't know. I don't know what this black thing is on my screen. I don't like it. Go away. We're going to wander around the house real quick so I can finish the cactus story. See, actually, you can see the cacti here. So there's another cactus encounter that I will talk about in a second because that's where I'm going. But um, what became of the whole thing is that Brandon developed a hatred for cacti. And so every time I traveled, I happened to find cacti. It was crazy. And I would take a photo and I would send it to Brandon and I'd say, I'm thinking of you. It was like an inside joke between us, you know. Um, let's see here. The computer I ended, so let me just like come push end over here. The computer I ended, so let me just like come push end over here. And okay, there we go. So I would send him pictures, you know, like thinking of you with a cacti, and then he would take screenshots of them and send them to his friends and be like, um, my mom's such a smart butt. <laughs> And it was our inside joke, you know, the cactus thing. And actually like when he passed away, I didn't do social media or anything when he first passed away with the exception of going on like Facebook to make one post that just said, you know, yes, Brandon committed suicide. If you give us 24 hours, I will give you like anything you want. You know, I'll give you full interviews, blah, 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 blah. And um, that was it. But when I logged in that day to make that post, the thing that I found the most shocking was that uh, there was an ad for Ikea. And, I was a huge Ikea buff, so um, I was aware of what Ikea had and didn't have, and I knew that prior to Brandon dying, there was never anything at Ikea that was um, cactus-themed at all, like nothing. So the day after he passes away, I log into Facebook to post that he's gone, 
and there's an advertisement from Ikea for a three-piece um, cactus statue. And I was like, what? Like, okay, I mean, I guess he's already saying hi. I was in fucking shock, you know, obviously, but um, there they are. The three-piece cactus statues from Ikea. Obviously, I bought them since it's the first time he said hi. So anyway, back to the point. <clears throat> so we're at the house, or we bought this house, and um, it was 2014, and we bought the house, and we didn't have a... Here, if I move this over here, then I can type responses to you and look at this, the camera at the same time. So we didn't have like full access to the house yet, but we could get into the garage and they didn't have light bulbs in the garage. These people did not take care of the house at all, which is like evidenced by the um, mice turds in the carpet and couch and stuff. So out front of the house, we had yucca plants and I was gonna show you guys what yucca plants looked like. Uh, let me see if I can do that like this. Let's see if I go. Like, um, so we had the two Joshua trees, which I don't love at all. And then we had yucca plants and we had a lot of them. It also like surprise turns out you cannot get rid of them. So yucca plants look like this here. Oh, so that's a yucca. I don't know if you can see that, but that's a yucca plant. So imagine like, I don't know, fucking 50 of them in one little spot, like under the Joshua trees. And Brandon decides he's gonna play hide and seek with Cody. So he's hiding in the yucca and he loses his footing and he falls back and he puts his hand down to break his fall and he sat on a perfectly round cactus. And I don't even have one. Well, I mean, when I say perfectly round, I mean like, like how this one here is perfectly round, right? Like perfectly round cactus he sits on. And then a little part of his hand, um, you know, stops it. So the original cactus that he kicked was like this, but in a planner. So he's in kind of like sweatpants or something and he's just screaming bloody murder because his whole butt has cactus pricks in it. And we were able to get into the garage, but there's no light, which means I had to leave the garage door open. And we pull his pants down, which is really hard to do because you have to like pull around the cacti or pull some of them out. And thank God, I like to pluck my eyebrows in the car because I always have my hot pink tweezer man tweezers with me. So they're in the garage of our brand new house in front of everyone because we couldn't shut the garage door. It was pitch black. I plucked cactus pricks out of Brandon's tush with my hot pink tweezers and his hand. And it was horrifying. He, he he went from pretty mad about, you know, the cactus and the toes to like, fuck cactuses for life. I hate the shit. So it became, you know, kind of funny. Like I said, if I traveled, I always saw a cactus. But then like we went to Arizona for spring training and like to eat good food. And I had no way of knowing that the hotel that I booked had an actual cactus garden in the hotel. So we're walking to like the basketball fields one night or basketball field, basketball courts one night. And um, I'm like, Brandon, there's a cactus garden over there. Like we have to go in. And he's like, no, I'm okay. I'm like, come on, like just for Papa, like we have to go in. And he's like, oh man. So there's this cactus that's like over 10 feet tall being held up by this like little pole. And I'm like, yeah, that looks safe, but like for sure it's not gonna fall over on you. And he's like, okay, you know, and so I'm like, go stand next to it for a picture for Papa, you know, and like he was such a trooper, he did, and then there was a little round cactus on the way to the basketball court, exactly like the one he sat on, and I was like, buddy, look, it's your friend, you know, and so he has a basketball, and I have a picture of him, it's not a great one, because it's super dark, and the iPhones weren't great at the time, but he's like, he's like <laughs> leaning over to look at it, so like if the cactus is over there, Brandon's got his basketball, and he's like, <laughs> like he wouldn't even, he didn't want to fall into it, you know? And then it was like everywhere we went in Arizona, cacti. So Brando passed in February and for New Year's Eve, I had driven down to my favorite musician's um, bar and ranch and stuff for a acoustic private show. And two things happened. One is I encountered the biggest cactus I've ever seen in my life. And I don't have that photo. Um, in here yet but it was so I drive a GMC AT4 which is a big truck and this cactus is bigger than my truck taller and widthwise and then um 
my musician, like, he, so it was acoustic. He sang uh, Hank Jr.'s Blues Man, which is a song Brandon was going to learn on the guitar and, like, play for me. So those two things happened, but I, I uh, the best part of what happened is, so the, the big giant cactus, it had prickly pears. And I've never encountered a prickly pear, but they look very fuzzy and soft and great. So I just picked up a prickly pear to bring Brandon. And it turns out the fuzzy soft part is little murder, murder things that are not soft at all. And they were all over my hands. Like, cause I mean, I just fucking picked up the little prickly pear. So I was like, oh my God, what is happening? And I like wiped it on my shirt and I still had them all over my hand. We didn't know what to do. So we stuck this thing in a little towel. Cause, oh, by the way, I grabbed it to bring to Brandon. Cause I thought like, haha, this is funny, right? I'm gonna bring him a piece of a cactus. Okay, so no, like I literally had this shit everywhere. The towel had it everywhere. We get home, I'm got like still have cactus things in my hands, like it's fucking bullshit. Brandon's laughing at me. He's like, I don't even feel bad for you. Like you were doing this to give me a hard time. I don't even feel bad for you. Like you deserve what's happening right now. And on the way back, my best friend was like, hey buddy, so your mom was trying to be funny and she's got cactus things all over her. So I wash my hands, still have cactus in them, put the tape on them, still have cactus, and I wash my hands again, and then I don't even know what the fuck I was thinking, but I go like this to dry my hands, and I put the cactus prick back in there. So, I will not eat prickly pear jam. I don't wanna hear about it. I don't care if it could be good. I don't care. I'm still mad at them. I'll fucking hate them for life. I'm mad. But Brandon at least got his vengeance. So then some time passes again, and, um, like I bought him a sign in his room that hangs, it's a, it's a little cactus and it says like, stay sharp. And I got him that when he found out that he was in eighth grade testing out at like a, above 12th grade math, English and science level and he was really smart. And he decided he wanted to go to college. I got him the little stay sharp thing. I just realized I can move around now. Um, and then uh, 